Hey everyone, welcome back to the Unfiltered Limited podcast. Um, it's been like a month since I last updated, but you know, I'm back. Um, hopefully better. But anyway, so welcome to the Unfiltered Limited podcast if you're new here. And if you're not new here, then I'm pretty sure you know the vibes already. So today, we have a very interesting and very special guest. Welcome to the Unfiltered Limited podcast, DJ Zaki. Uh, thank, How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm great. You know, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Can I call you Zach? Zaki, what are you comfortable with me calling you? Um, Zaki is good. Okay. All right. But yeah. So, you know, I know who you are and what you do, obviously, as the name suggests. But like, I think I don't know as much as there is to you. So... You know, like, how did you get started? Like, just tell us, who is DJ Zaki? Uh, so DJ Zaki is a 16-year-old multi-genre DJ that plays at all type of events, including corporate events, kids' parties, um, basically anything that a DJ could possibly be used for. Uh, I started when I was 12 years old. Uh, I've always loved music, and I played the drums growing up. And I've always been around a family that loves to listen to music and stuff. So my journey was always supported by them. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That kind of answered my question of, like, how did DJing come about? So you started playing drums at a young age? Yeah, I did. So when I was probably around six, my dad bought me a drum set. And that's where the love for music really started. And I did lessons until I was probably around 10. And uh, or 11 when I went into high school and I kind of because school kind of started to take over and it was hard to do both of them I kind of stopped the drumming and then when COVID came around that's when I took up the passion for DJing. That sounds like a fairly young age as well how how do you manage that and school and like the pressure that may come along? Um, To be honest when I started it was like in online school time so it was almost something like fun to help cope with school because you know like going through the whole pandemic and being at home, there were times when I was bored and had nothing to do. So DJing always kind of helped me to just, I don't know, you could almost say just cope with the time that we're going through and help pass time. Uh All right, that's interesting. I like that. I like that. Sounds like a very interesting story. Yeah. And um, you mentioned that your parents are very supportive when it comes to that. Yeah, they they definitely are. When I was 12 as well, they, they bought me all my equipment to start and they've always just pushed me and told me that once I can balance it with school, they'll always be there to support me and have my back. Mm-hmm. When did you start taking it like seriously, more than just like a hobby and you started being booked and stuff? Um, it was February of 2022, actually. It was just last year. I had a friend and i had a friend that was also a dj and he was i helped him to get a booking to play at someone's birthday party and he told me that i could come with him big up dj luke and i went with him and he made me play for an hour and it just i just really fell in love with it then because i realized that i couldn't take it from my bedroom and using me like take it to like the next step and showcase my talent on the street was it a case where like it was hard to get like your first few bookings or did you know like knowing other DJs help 
with you being booked? Um, knowing all the DJs definitely helps too. But even to this day, what my biggest problem is is like being someone young in the scene is that people never want to take you serious. And I feel like people almost look down at young DJs because it's like, well, I can almost understand because thinking that a 16-year-old boy is going to play for your wedding or play for your sweet 16s, it's like, how much do I really know about music to be doing this? So, like, it's all, I'm always glad to see the people that put the trust in me to do it. And, yeah, but getting my first few bookings was definitely a challenge. Has being a DJ helped you gain more opportunities and, like, meeting people that you wouldn't have if you weren't doing what you're doing right now? Um, definitely still, because almost being in the scene of dancehall, there is a lot of unity. So I've met a lot of artists and a lot of influencers that I more than likely wouldn't have met if I wasn't in the whole scene of music and entertainment in Jamaica. Yeah, was there one that stood out to you, like a person that you've met that really had you starstruck? Um, definitely Creep Creep Chromatic. He's a He's an international DJ from Jamaica, and I've always looked up to him from a younger age. So meeting him and be, becoming friends with him now was a big deal for me. Following that, like, what are some of your most like exciting memories that you've had as a DJ? Um, probably being recognized by artists that I've always listened to from when I was younger, and such as Wayne Marshall and Tammy Chin. I'm not sure if you know them. But they have yeah, a I know them, I know them. called Meet the Mitchells, and I played at her 40th birthday, and that was really one moment that stood out to me, because growing up, I always loved listening to Wayne Marshall, and being able to play, being booked by him for his birthday was a big deal to me. That sounds really, that sounds really good. Yeah, was it a case where a friend recommended you to them? Um, It actually wasn't. One of my first bookings it was their friend's daughter and they happened to pass through and they saw me DJing and this was a year later that they saw me again and I think she texted me I think on Instagram and told me that she was interested in booking me for her birthday. Mm. Yeah. That that really does sound exciting though having Wayne Marshall ask you to be a part of that yeah. sounds like a memorable, memorable experience. Yeah definitely still. Yeah. And like, do you have any like upcoming business ventures or new ideas to head into? I know that you want to, I think I read that you want to have your own record label when you get older. Um. So you see, because I'm, I'm 15 still, sometimes it's kind of a little hard to do certain business ideas as I have. But mm -hmm. I want to turn, I have a company called Zizan Entertainment which basically stands for Zappi's Vision. And it's everything entertainment related from equipment rentals to DJ services. I want to produce songs and I also want to host parties. So have you, have you taken any steps in regards to that other than like you said producing. So have you started like practicing or like um well we have we have we have songs actually that are have been put out with who that jj which is a young upcoming artist as well and we have one track out right now called bring truck and we have other tracks coming out soon that were produced on the global and voiced at my studio okay wow sounds like you have big things coming yeah thank you 
Um, so is the record label the end goal in like doing all of this, especially starting out from a young age? Do you want to continue DJing? Are there different plans or? Um, my plan is really just to get my name out there and really just bring something to the table that dancehall has never seen and bring something different than what other people have done, which is why I'm really trying to do like a little of everything. So for next year, what I really want to go into is like, I want to host my first party and mm -hmm. just bring out the, the teenagers and show them what it's all about. Okay, okay, sounds good. I'd definitely love to see that happening. Yeah, thank um, you. So do you MC as well? Because I know that some DJs don't MC. Um, there are some that I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily a big fan of the MC thing, but I've had bookings and cases that where there was nobody to talk for me and I take up the mic and just hype up the crowd and get the place on a level, if you know what I mean. But no, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a big fan of it, but if I have to do it, I, I definitely can. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Sounds like you need to be versatile to have that happen. Definitely. You no, know, like riling up our crowd and getting them hyped. Yeah, for Definitely. sure. Yeah. I feel like once you can read the crowd and know what age group you're playing for, you just really have to put yourself in the crowd while you're DJing. And then mm -hmm. once you do that, really, you can just focus and get the crowd on a certain level. And it, because I feel like the energy of our party really gets delivered from the DJ and the DJ's vibe really gets put out into the party. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I know that when I'm at some parties, sometimes, you know, like, the music may not be the best, yeah. but, like, there are certain MCs that can really get the crowd hype. Yeah, definitely. And, but, like, as you said, uh, some, how do you keep up with, like, certain music trends? Um, TikTok, to be honest, and I have friends like our friend big up Sinjan. My friend named Sinjan. If there's a new TikTok trend or anything, you just send it to me or show it to me and be like, yo, download this. And really I just I spend a lot of time around young people and the TikTok trends. So I just kinda watch what's going on in the media and as soon as there's a trend like I hop on it immediately and try to like incorporate it into what I have already and also put even my own spin on it so it can stand out to people. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And the different genres of music, you do like all genres? Um, or do you stick to a certain kind? Um, I I definitely try to do all genres. Recently I've been trying to learn about Latin music, seeing that there's such a big market for it in the world and I definitely want to travel as a DJ, but my favorite genres to play are old R and B, soca and dancehall. Nice, nice. I'm a fan of Soka. Yeah. I'm a fan of Soka, so I'm very much into that. So I feel like Soka also isn't played enough in Jamaica in certain places as well. So when I'm DJing, yeah. I always try to bring a little bit of that in my mix. Yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of like dancehall and people tend to stick with that. Yeah. And it's probably like the safest option most of the time. Yeah, definitely. But for me, I love testing my crowd and introducing them to new things because I feel like as a DJ, it's our responsibility to play certain songs in certain crowds to really 
see like and introduce the people to new music and not only give them what they know already which i feel mm. like a lot of djs don't do yeah yeah so you spend your time listening to a lot of music don't you um yes i do especially mixtapes on spotify mm -hmm. it's it's nice to see um young people and people around our age you know like trying to create a name for themselves and yeah definitely. doing what they do best and having something that you're passionate about and trying to get your name out there i don't i just i just love seeing young people do things like that it might be weird because you know same age well kind of the same age i'm like a year older than you but <laughs> um it's just good to see young people do what they do best having like seeing young artists like you mentioned um jj i think yeah who that jj yeah, yeah yeah i haven't listened to his music but i've seen it yeah definitely still after the podcast you can check it out and that's why even when he invited me here to come and have a conversation about the whole journey of djing i definitely prioritize doing it because i don't know i just love helping young people and i feel like sometimes there's not enough unity amongst youngsters and i don't know i just always try to bring that out in people yeah, definitely. I feel the same way, which is another reason why I invited you onto the podcast. Yeah. Um, and I might, especially after this, I think I might try to get more artists, especially. Yeah, definitely. Um, sure. that definitely I feel like bringing on young people, it helps promote both things. Because when we do this podcast together, some of my following can go over to you and some of your following can go over to me. So it's like benefiting us in both ways. So yeah definitely. Oh, definitely but definitely i'll i'll check them all check them all um there's someone else like a musician i can't remember his name i think his name is nate oh nate what yes yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm also friends with him as well and he's he's an mc that dj's phone on my friend yeah I've, I've heard about him i've heard about him and i've heard like a song of his um can't remember the name at the moment but i've definitely um checked him out yeah dj hunter yeah yeah big him up too i think he dj'd um sos ah uh, yeah he did and a couple of my friends went to sos yeah he was just... i tried to i tried to follow up with the people that either organize or like dj the parties and stuff because especially when it's younger people, I try to give them support and stuff. So. Yeah, definitely still. And as as time goes on, you really see that history repeats itself. So it's like what the last generation of DJs did is kind of the same thing that we're going through. Where we're just trying to build a name for ourselves and just show the world what we really have to offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's good to see when we're all helping each other out. Yeah, so, giving each other strength definitely yeah but you know this was a little short and spicy little convo <laughs> thank you for having me yeah so pleasure to you. tell people how can people like reach out to you for bookings and stuff um so they can just go on my instagram handle which is dj zack with an underscore and all my booking info is there all right 
podcasting great all right so with that the end of today's episode i know it was a bit short but i enjoyed our little conversation it was fun and uh thanks for taking the time out to join me today yeah thank you for having me it's a pleasure to be here